Welcome to Morning Soap. At Fusion Church, our desire is that every believer would not just attend church, but also hear from God daily through His Word. As we read the Bible, we begin to see how God responds to things. Doing daily devotions repatterns the way we think, transforms the spirit of our mind, and helps us become more like Jesus. Join us here, Monday through Friday, as various pastors and leaders at Fusion Church share devotion and teaching through that day's soap scripture. Download the current soap reading plan at fusionchurch.cc soap. All right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right. Praise the Lord. Monday morning, the beginning of a brand new week. Starting off second week that we've been doing the Daniel fast, we all should be feeling good by now. You know why? Because the first couple of days are over the hill and we should be in a good place this morning with the Daniel fast. You know, God is good. God is moving and so excited to be reading this morning from Esther chapter four and Pastor Jason is going to be reading for us. All right, good morning, Esther 4, and I am reading from the New King James Version. <clears throat> when Mordecai learned that all that had happened, he tore his clothes and put on sackcloth and ashes and went out into the midst of the city. He cried out with a loud and bitter cry. He went as far as the front of the king's gate, for no one might enter the king's gate clothed in sackcloth. And in every province where the king's command and decree arrived, there was great mourning among the Jews, with fasting, weeping, and wailing, and many lay in sackcloth and ashes. So Esther's maids and eunuchs came and told her, and the queen was deeply distressed. Then she sent garments to clothe Mordecai and take his sackcloth away from him, but he would not accept them. Then Esther called Hathach, one of the king's eunuchs whom he had appointed to attend her, and she gave him a command concerning Mordecai to learn what and why this was. So Hathach went out to Mordecai in the city square that was in front of the king's gate. And Mordecai told him all that had happened to him and the sum of money that Haman had promised to pay into the king's treasuries to destroy the Jews. He also gave him a copy of the written decree for their destruction, which was given at Shushan, that he might show it to Esther and explain to her that he might command her to go to the king to make supplication to him and plead before before him for her people. So Hathach returned and told Esther the words of Mordecai. Then Esther spoke to Hathach and gave him a command for Mordecai. All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces know that any man or woman who goes into the inner court to the king who has not been called, he has but one law, put all to death, except the one to whom the king holds out the golden scepter, that he may live. Yet I myself have not been called to go to the king these 30 days. So they told Mordecai Esther's words. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther, Do not think in your, your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at, that, at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. And then Esther told them to reply to Mordecai, Go, gather all the Jews who are present at Shushan, and fast for me, neither eat nor drink for three days, night or day. My maids and I will fast likewise. And so I will go to the king, which is against the law. And if I perish, I perish. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther commanded him. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Jason. Stretch if you need to right now. All right. 
you know, you know, it's hard when you start uh, a book right in the center of the book because you know it it just starts off, you know, when Mordecai learned. What did he learn? Well, let me just do a little quick uh, going back a little bit, only because for this is for those that may not know the whole story of Esther. You know, this book was written, you know, uh, pretty much for hope for the Jewish people and for us. Uh, and the book takes place, you know, that the Jews were in exile. You know, they were under Persian rule. And, and the king there, uh, he just elevated one of his servants, Haman. And Haman was a very proud individual. He was an evil individual, you know. And, and Haman would, would, uh, would, would cause uh, harm to the Jewish people later on, as we're going to read. You know, and here, you know, we we want I want to just read Esther uh, three a uh, couple of verses here three uh, two to four, and he says, and all the king's servants who were who were within the king's gate bowed and paid homage to Haman, and and so the king had commanded concerning him, but Mordecai would not bow or pay homage. He would not bow. You know, we need to be careful who we bow to. We need to be careful that we don't bow to the wrong thing, you know. And it says that, that he, Mordecai, would not bow. The king's servant who walked within the king's gate said to Mordecai, why do you transgress, transgress against the king's command? So he was going actually against the king's command at this time. And in verse 4, it says, and it happened when they spoke to him daily, and he would not listen that they told him to him in. And whether Mordecai's words would stand, for Mordecai had told them that he was a Jew. So in other words, you know, in, in the Jewish custom, you know, they're not supposed to be bound down to just anybody, you know. And even and especially somebody that was as evil as, as, as Haman was, you know. And it's a good thing. It says there, one, one of the key words right there in, in verse 4 of chapter 3, it says, that they're not not to listen to them. So in other words, let's be careful who we're listening to. You know, in this season that we're living in, there's a lot of negative stuff going on out there. We need to be careful who are we listening to. But all this caused Haman to be angry. And thus he was going to, he wanted to to, de to destroy uh, uh, the Mordecai. And so here we start in, in Esther 4. It says, when Mordecai learned, what did he learn? He learned that, that the, the, this written decree from the from the king that Mordecai talked him into that I'm mean, excuse me that Haman talked him into about destroying the Jews. So he, he talked to the king. At the Haman talked to the king. The king signed this decree, and then the decree was to destroy the, the Jewish people. And that's when Mordecai learned what has happened. He says he tore his clothes off in sackcloth and ashes, and he went into the midst of the city with a cry with a loud and bitter cry. So it was a, a loud cry. He wasn't keeping it to himself how he felt, you know, but he was crying because he, you know, he just read read the, the what was the decree that was put out there. And in verse three, it says, and in every province that the king's command and decree arrived, because there were many, many provinces. This, this is a, a huge place. You know, there was great mourning among the Jews with fasting, weeping, welling, and many lay with sackcloths and ashes. So, you know, so sackcloths and ashes, and this is a, a time of great distress. 
This is the time of, of, of bitterness, of crying. It is, it is a hard time. It is, it is when we go sometimes go through a hard time in our lives that we cry out to the Lord. But the Lord is always telling us that he is there, you know. But it was with a, a loud, a loud cry that everybody could hear. So but this is what was going on. And I, and I was reading this and, and, and the loud cry. And, and we had a little, we had a, a, an episode over here just the other day. Just the other day that, you know, we were, you know, we, we waiting for, for, for healing for my, for my wife and her ears. And, 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 and we waiting on this before the Lord and, and because she can hear at the clearly right now. And, 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 and we were just there together and, and, and she came out with a loud cry before the Lord, you know, and we join in together, you know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to go before God. It's okay to seek his face, you know, in times of trouble. And that's what we did. We came together and we prayed before the Lord. And that's what they were doing back then. You know, we serve a God that who is merciful and he will answer, you know. So, you know, so don't stop asking and seeking him. You know, you got to press on, you know, and because in due season, you know, in due season, you know, he's going to answer our prayer. In due season, the breakthrough is going to be there, and we cannot stop. And that's what they were doing at this particular moment. You know, in Ecclesiastes 3, 1 and 4, it says, in, every, in everything, there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven. And in verse 4, it says, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to, to dance. And I was reading this. And I was going back what they were doing over here. So, yeah, they were going through distress. So there was a time of weeping. We're going through a time that we might be weeping at this time, you know, a time of mourning. But you know what it says there is the time for weeping, but there's a time for laughter because laughter is going to come. You know, dancing is going to come because our God is the God of the breakthrough and he will come and he will answer our plea. He will answer our prayer because he is faithful. And here, you know, and all this time, Queen Esther, you know, did not know what was happening to Mordecai and the other Jews, you know. So, so pretty much, the Queen Esther, she was Queen Esther, she was in the in the kingdom, but she didn't know what was going on because this was happening outside the kingdom. The word went out; they were doing what they were doing, putting the decree, the decree out there, but she did not know that that was happening. So she sends out one of her servants you know, to find out for Mordecai what is going on because she heard stuff and she, but she wasn't clear and what was happening and, and all that. And she even at one point, you know, when she heard that, that, that something might be wrong with Mordecai and he was in distress and he, and he, he was wearing at the sackcloths, she sent, you know, clothes for him, but he refused to, to change his clothes. Why? Because he had his mindset he he was going before the Lord, and he was and he was weeping. So in the book of and in, in this book of Esther, the word God doesn't come up at all. It's not even it's not even mentioned. But you could see by the actions of Mordecai that he trusted God, that he believed in God. You know, and and that's why he was he was they were fasting because you know that that was something that was taught. That's something that that they had, and they were in a foreign land. And in verse seven. It says, this is Mordecai, he says, and Mordecai told the servant all that has happened to him. The sum of money that Haman was going to put into the, the treasury of the king 
to destroy the Jews. So this was a decree to destroy all the Jews. And in verse eight, it says, and he also gave him a copy written decree of their destruction, which was at Shechem, and that he might show it to Esther and explain it to her that what, what was the command given. And he says, and he said that she might go to the king to make supplications, you know, to him and plead before her people. You know, so she was telling, he was telling tell her, tell Esther to go before the king, tell Esther to, you know, to, to plead our case. If not, we are going to be destroyed. You know, just like, you know, when we're going through stuff that we can go to God and we can come before him, we can pray to him and he will answer. He says, go before him. But, you know, going before the king was something easier said than done because there were rules set in place. There were rules set in place. And in Esther 11, it says all the king's servants and the people of the king's province knew knew that any man or woman who goes into the inner courts of the king who has not been called, he has but one law, put to death, except whom the king will hold out his golden scepter. So in other words, you, if you try to go see the king, guess what? You're going to die. You're going to die. Because unless the king is going to take out his golden scepter, you know, towards you, you know, so that's that, that that's that, that you're signing your death warrant. You know, so, but, uh, you know, one thing for us, thank God that we serve a king, we serve a Lord, that we can go to him anytime we need to. And he is right there with his hands always extended to us. We don't serve a God that, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't understand. We don't serve a God that has pride, but we serve a God who is merciful. You know, he is merciful to us and his hands are always, always extended to us. You know, so and you, so when you read this, you say, so how can she go before the king? So I'm sure that this particular time, you know, that when, when this is going on, there was a lot of things going through her head. You know, how am I going to do that? Have you ever been in a situation that, you know, that you're questioning things that is going on, you know, that there's doubt, that there might be some fear, you know, that, 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 that you might be frustrated, you know, because, you know, you've been waiting and, and, and you're wanting, you know, the Lord to answer. We're not hearing anything and everything seems to be quiet. But, you know, when everything seems not to be going your way, that's the time that we need to press on and, and, and press on to the Lord because he is a faithful God, because he is a merciful God, because he is a God that will extend his hands towards us. He will never turn you away. He will never turn us away, but he is faithful. He is merciful and he will be there for us. So, you know, we have to understand that, that, that we don't, we're not in this by ourselves. We're not in this by ourselves because even though you we're going through something, you know, sometimes we don't think people understand or people are hearing, but the Lord is touching people and people are praying and we are holding on to the promises of God. Just like we, I'm holding on here and my wife is holding on to the promises of God for restoration of her healing, you know, for her ears to, that she can hear, you know, that we're waiting on this, but that doesn't mean that we're going to stop. 
That doesn't mean that we're going to stop and we're not going to praise the Lord until he comes. Because in the middle of all this, we need to draw closer to the Lord. And pretty much by fasting and praying, and this is not what we're doing today, we are all pretty much, at least the majority of the church is fasting with a 21-day fast, you know, before the Lord. And we need to make sure that we just press on. Don't quit. Don't quit, but just press on because God is on the move. And in verse 13, it says, And Mordecai told, told them to, uh, to answer Esther, Do not think that your heart, that you could escape the king's palace any more than any other Jews. In other words, just because you're queen, just because you're his wife, just because you are in the palace, you're still a Jew. This decree that went out was to kill all the Jews. And guess what? The king could not go against what he already has signed into law. They, you know, so he's, he's telling, he was telling how you, you, you're not safe there, you know. And here, here we go. Here we go. This, this is one of the, the best verses that I think, at least one of them, that in this chapter, you know, because here's where we see, you know, faith in God. Faith in God. It says in verse 14, you know, it says, for if Mordecai was saying, so if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. Now you got to stop there for a second, you know, because here you, you see in Mordecai's faith. He's telling Esther, even though you stay quiet, you may stay quiet, even if you don't say anything, God is going to answer our plea. God is going to answer our prayer. So you see his faith right there. He said relief will come. He's not saying relief. Hopefully somebody will come. I'm hoping that something will happen. No, he's saying re deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. Because he had faith that God was going to rescue them. That God was not going to live, leave them in the position that they were in from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. So in other words, if she doesn't do anything, we're, we're, we're done for. We're done for, you know, but God is still going to be merciful to the Jewish people. God is still going to be merciful to you and I. God is still going to be there for us because he will never leave us. He will never forsake us and he will never abandon us. And it says here, and yet who knows? whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. Come on now. Those are words of encouragement. Maybe, you know, have you come into the kingdom for such a time as this today that we're living in? That we're in the 21-day fast and God is calling us to do something, to step out, to be involved, to not be out there by yourself but to be involved, you know, maybe God is telling you that you need to do something, you know, to start a connect group, you know, to lead or co-lead or just be part of it. Come on, because the more we draw closer to God, you know, we heard that verse, that verse on Sunday's message, the more we, the, when we draw close to the Lord, the Lord will draw close to you because he is, he wants us to draw close to him, you know, because he's already here. He's already here. You know, it is us to open up our hearts and say, Lord, I need more of you. I need more of your presence. You know, so God is merciful. He is faithful. But this particular verse 14, you know, it says there, if you remain silent, we cannot remain silent. And let me tell you something. And today's society where we live in, today's world where we live in, we cannot remain silent. 
you know, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. And sometimes we need to speak up and we need to take our position and we need to go out there and declare the word of the Lord. And not only that, you know, when it comes to voting, come on now. I know we don't talk about this much, but when it comes to voting, we better make sure we go before the Lord and put our votes in there for the right person to be at, the, at that seat at the, in, in, in Washington or in our in our county, you know, you know, or in our state, because we need to vote in the right people. Because you know what? Remain so completely silent. You know, that comes to us. We cannot be silent anymore. We need to say what, what, what the word of the Lord says. We need to stand by our principles and we need to, to motivate each other. We need to say the right things. So we need to be involved. So my brothers and sisters, you know, for such a time as this, maybe the Lord is calling you out. You know, maybe he wants to stretch you a little bit. Maybe he wants to, you know, direct you in a certain path. You know, and sometimes we're, we're nervous and we're afraid to do it. But guess what? When you take that one little step of faith and you're going to trust God, God is faithful and he's going to meet you right there because he will never leave you nor forsake you. and He will never abandon you and he will equip you for what you need. But and look what it says here in verse and Esther replies, you know, in verse 16, she says, go gather all the Jews, says Mordecai, who are present at Shuhan. And fast for me. She's saying fast for me. So here you know that Queen Esther, you know, she was taught by Mordecai, you know, about, and, and she knew about fasting. You know, she knew about fasting and said, and fast for me, neither eat nor drink for three days. Now, come on now, three days. That, that, that's a beautiful number. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Come on now. For three days, for three days, uh, night and day. My maids and I will fast likewise. So I will go into the king, which is against the law. It's against everything that, that, that we have here, you know. And if I perish, I perish. Come on now. Come on. She was really stepping out of the comfort zone because she knew, she knew, and she knew the king. And the king will kill you in a heartbeat. He will have you, you know, he will take you out. Put it that way. Put it that way. But she said, go, look at she said, go and fast for me, you know, and I will do the same. That's, that's what we're doing this 21-day fast. We are fasting with a purpose. We want to draw closer to God. We're looking for answers, you know. Some of us are looking for direction, you know. Some of us are looking for healing, for restoration. And God is merciful, you know, God is merciful and he will answer. But the beautiful thing says here that she said, I'm going to do this. And if I perish, I perish. You know, she, 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 she just received some boldness right there. You know, that she says, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what we, I'm going to do. You know, because she was going to stand by her principles. But the beautiful thing is go and fast for me. You know, let's gather together. We are gathered together as a family, as a whole. And we all been praying and we all been fasting and we all lifting up one another. And I'm expecting, you know, the God of the breakthrough to break through for you and your situation, in your home, in your family, in your business, in your job, no matter where it's at, that I will break through 
it's around the corner. Our breakthrough is there. All we need to do is hold on to the word of the Lord. All we need to hold on is to his promises. And he will make a way. He will make a way. You know, and like I said earlier, Mordecai taught Esther the ways of the Lord. And when we do that, when we teach our children the ways of the Lord, sooner or later, they're going to come. You know, and we're hoping that it's sooner, you know, because we want to see it yesterday. We want to see it yesterday, but we serve a God who knows how to do things the right way. And it's not our timing, it's his timing, you know, and he knows what he's doing and he will bring them home. He will bring them restored. Why? Because the word of God says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And even though they may not be at your house, they're part of your house. Why? Because they belong to you. So as we pray for our kids, you know, and as we wait upon God, you know, to bring them home, you know, we have to remain faithful and we have to just wait and we have to just declare the word over them because he is going to bring them home. He is going to bring restoration. He is going to bring healing. And this 21 day fast, I believe the marriages are going to be healed. I believe families are going to be healed. I believe physical healing is going to take place in our bodies. Why? Because the word of the Lord says that our God will answer our prayer. You know, he says, he says hold on to his promises. Don't go weary in doing good, you know. Don't get tired in doing good, but press on, press on. And that's what they were doing here. That's what Mordecai was doing. You know, he was he was fasting. And, and, and back in the day when they did this crying out there, everybody knew about it. Everybody knew about it. Why? Because they were just wailing and crying. Today, you know, we're in our rooms, we're in our houses, or we're in our church, wherever we are, we can cry out to the Lord. And guess what? He will answer. He will hear us. And it's not necessarily that I'm saying that we, we have to be crying, you know, but there is a season for that. There is a season for that. And guess what? God is there with you. God is there with us. You know, our breakthrough, you know, is your breakthrough. You know, so so I know that healing is coming. I know that my wife's healing is going to here. Her ears are going to be restored. You know, I know that's going to take place. I don't know how. I don't know when. But, you know, but God is on the move, you know, and he is faithful and he is merciful and he will answer our prayers just like he was there. And, and if you read uh, further on, you'll find out that the scepter was extended to Esther, you know, and the Jewish people were saved, you know. So you got you got to read the whole book. And it's not a long book either. You know, it's only a few chapters, but you got to read the whole book to get the full impact. But because of her faithfulness, you know, and because of Mordecai was faithfulness, because Mordecai taught her, he raised her, you know, and taught her the ways of the Lord. You know, she didn't forget, you know, and she decided, let me fast. That's why sometimes, you know, breakthrough only comes with fasting and prayer, you know. So what, what is it that we're fasting for? Oh, you guys know what you're fasting for. I know what I'm fasting for, you know, but, but I, we got to make sure that we just remain faithful to God and allow him to do what he needs to do. Meanwhile, we got to make sure that we hold on, you know that we be still and know that he is God. That's my wife's favorite verse, you know, be still and know that he is God because it's in the, it's in the stillness 
that we hear his, hear his voice. It's when we're quiet and we're not going crazy that we can hear his voice because he is whispering sometimes to us. He is speaking to us sometimes. And sometimes if there's too much noise going on, we can hear him. So sometimes we just need to take it down. Yeah, this talks about, about wailing and crying and mourning in this chapter. I, I, I get that. But after the cry, after the, the weeping, then you settle down, you catch your breath, and you listen, and you hear the whisper of the Holy Spirit whispering to you, telling you, it's going to be okay. Telling you that you're going to get through this. Telling you, I am here with you. I will never leave you, nor forsake you. I will never abandon you. So my brothers and sisters, I pray that you got something out of this quick little lesson here uh, this morning. You know, it's so much material, but yet again, the chapter wasn't really that long, but you can pull out so much of the verses. You know, so sometimes you got to read between all those lines and hear what God is telling us, you know? So again, I pray that you have a blessed week, that you would just go to God, wait upon him, worship him, spend that time with him, that time of intimacy that you can give him, and he is on the move, you know. I'm waiting to see supernatural breakthrough, healing and restoration, deliverance, marriage is coming together. I'm believing that God is going to bring our kids home, you know, and is going to bring the marriages back together again. Why? Because he said that he can, we can do all things through him, and he's the one that's going to do it. All we do is pray and allow him, and allow him, and you're going to see that breakthrough. So I pray that you have a blessed week. Keep your focus, keep your focus on him. The best is yet to come. Then, you know, this Daniel fast without coffee, you know, but I will tell her, you know, it's hard sometimes. But you know what? I can do this. I can do this. You know, we can do this. And we are doing it. One week is done. You know, one week is done. The rest is going to be a piece of cake. But hold on to the Lord. And let us pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you. For this time that you have given us, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Father God, because you're constantly teaching us about your word, Father God. You're constantly showing us your love, Father God. As you, Father God, in this chapter later on, Father God, as you came and gave them the breakthrough, Father, as, as the, the king, Father, extended the golden scepter, Father, you are extending your arms towards us. So thank you for your touch. Thank you for your embrace. Thank you for your comfort. Thank you for answering prayer. Thank you for restoring us. Thank you for healing us, Father God. And I pray, Father God, for the peace that surpasses all understanding. Be upon all your people, Father, that you will just bless them, that you will keep them, that you will guide them, Father God. I thank you for their homes, for their marriages, Father, coming together, the children coming home, for being safe, Father God. I thank you, Father God, because you are the God of restoration. And I speak that over your people this morning. And I speak healing over them father in the precious name of jesus and we thank you father we give you the glory and the honor in jesus name amen and amen keep your focus my brothers and sisters the best is yet to come love you